All right, guys, I just want to take a quick second to do a couple things. One, at some point during the last episode, uh, my microphone started making a weird buzzing noise, so I'm just going to use it anyway. It doesn't affect it too much, but just a heads up. And then secondly, um, during the interview, uh, my sister-in-law, Ashley, she wanted to correct something she had said. So it was in relationship to a question about a book. So I'll let you just kind of say what you said and maybe what you meant to say. Meant to say. Well, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to do that. Um, It's mostly just like books are very important to me. And so I wanted to make sure we got the right book. But actually, so I misspoke and I Mm -hmm. recommended the book uh, Invisible Man. Yeah. Which I still recommend. Yeah. But then I, <laughs> I recommend that edition. Then I gave the synopsis of Native Son. Native Son. Native Sons. You're Same author. Read... No, different author. Different author. So, yeah. So, written about 10, 15 years apart. Okay. Um, both, like, classic works looking at the African-American experience okay. and racial issues um, within the States. But very, very different books other in a, in a million different ways and different authors. But So, you should read both. But okay. specifically, I think the... The Native Son is the one I was recommending. Okay. That's all. All right. With no further ado, here it is. All right. This is the Pick 8 Podcast. Uh, Smitty, uh, normally coming to you from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, out on a special adventure. Uh, I'm on vacation visiting my brother Micah and my sister-in-law Ashley and uh, go ahead and say hi guys hello hello yep. so I kind of explained the podcast to you guys 10 questions you guys will have two vetoes for any reason if you just don't have an answer or you don't want to answer scientific questions I don't know whatever did we decide that we have the same 10 questions yeah I'm 20 just questions pick, no that'll take two yep. yeah okay. but we don't have to have like a unified veto I could veto one that you take yes Micah I don't know I've never done a couple there's okay. no way we could agree on that would take a lot of the, a lot of the podcast yeah. I yeah. think you get your own vetoes but I gotta say like not to like put the expectations high. I feel like I might just take all 10 is that allowed or do you have to oh yeah no the, the episode right before this mm-hmm. going into it John was like I'm doing all 10 just committed to it yeah. out of the gate yeah John I'm going to keep my Venus. (laughs) If I get to the end and I still have them, I'm just going to exercise them. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Any other questions about it? No, excited to be here. Are they like peremptory vetoes? Do I have to explain why I'm vetoing or just like no questions asked, I get to veto it? Uh, You need a little reason. Okay. Just even if it's just I'm uncomfortable with that question. Okay. Okay. Are you allowed to do a pocket veto where you just like wait? And the, the time lengthens till everyone gets uncomfortable. Yeah, Down and, and I, I just think, say, okay, yeah. we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, Down and I, or like even not a veto. I have an answer, but let me think about it while we go on to the next one. Nice. And wasn't there a, I vetoed question four, but now that I questioned seven. That's true. Yeah. I'm not on veto four. I think that was also down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Setting the standard. We're really concerned about the rules. I, rules are important. Rules make games fun. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Do it. Ready. <clears throat> All right, question number one. Nope, not letting you do it. (laughs) You want to make an invention. What does it do? What is it? It could just be for fun. It could be something that helps your home life, work life, Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. You got one. I have one. Yeah. Okay. So it is like a full body suit, Mm -hmm. like clothes, Mm -hmm. and it 
regulates your temperature. So like it keeps you like hot or cold or something like that. So then we can, for example, stop wasting all of the energy we waste on an entire building. Yeah. Because it's silly to, you know, heat every square foot of this room when all that really needs to stay warm is like the person, the body. And then the the other twist about it is that the stuff in it Mm -hmm. that like regulates it mm-hmm. is some kind of biomatter maybe like an algae or something oh. that naturally can can keep things warm right and they look really cool <laughs> like, <laughs> like a cool jumpsuit and they're super comfortable and they feel amazing and maybe maybe oh got it the algae yeah um it like eats your like sweat and dead skin i'm no longer stuff. in <laughs> no, okay. i was i was on board you're on board and then, I was on board. And then something started eating you it. should clean it <laughs> I imagine it's like, do you remember cross colors? No, what's that? Like the clothing that changed color mm. on your temperature. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. imagine it's also that yes. type of. Yeah. Oh, but that could be really embarrassing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like you're nervous. Or yeah. Like my, I would just have like dark red under my armpits <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Do you want your own invention or do you want to just. <laughs> Mike, I'm talking to you, Micah. Yeah, yeah. You want your own invention or are you just like. Signing off on the temperature universal. I think I'm on, on my own, man. I think I can answer that question. Um, but I am going to borrow from, like, science fiction. Oh, um, totally. And it's, I'm it's, guessing it's not, it's not It's not novel, right? It's, <clears throat> it's the transporters. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to do, like, like... classic Star Trek yeah. transporter? Okay. Yeah, because we love to travel, but getting places is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now that we have a kid. Like, it, there's just a whole, like, to-do about travel. Right. Um, so if I could just go, like, I don't enjoy the, like, process of traveling. Okay. Um, the, like, getting from A to B. Oh, um, I do. Yeah. I love right. airports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't really. Yeah. You have to sit next to the stranger and probably makes like, small talk. Uh-huh. It's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then you bring a kid on a plane. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't love the travel part of it, but I love going to new places and seeing new things. Um, so I would bring that. Is this transporter restricted to Earth? Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh, okay. No. Universe, like... Yeah, but if you leave Earth, you, Milky don't, you don't know where you're going. That's <laughs> and you better have an algae suit because yeah. it could be like 40,000 Kelvin. Yeah. That might not be <laughs> Um, Or it could be like 20, 20 below. Yeah. Yeah, I want both of those. Cool. I'm on board. Nailed it. Number two. What day in your life would you like to live over again? <clears throat> For good reasons or bad reasons. Like, oh. you want to redo the day? Or is it like the day was so awesome that I just want to like soak it in again? Like Groundhog's Day, like you're just doing it again so you can change stuff? Let's go. No, you don't change the day. You just relive the day. Don't change the day. Okay. Yeah. Change the night. Yeah. No, I can hear the difference for yeah. sure. Um, it takes plenty of that. We had a day, several days where we hiked around Mont Blanc um, in... Italy. Where's Mont Blanc? Italy, France, Switzerland. Okay. The kind of corner of that. Okay. So we hiked around it, and there's this one day where we, like, hiked through, like, almost, almost like a, like, mountain valley. Okay. With flowers, like, purple flowers. Oh, yeah. Kind of everywhere. You go from there, you, like, climbed up into the mountain, so it's, like, snow. Okay. And then you're, like, in your boots, but kind of skiing down the snow. So get that adventure part of it. And then we ended up... At this place called Bonatti. Bonatti. Um, yeah, so it's this log cabin-ish type thing yeah. that looks out over the the mountains. I don't think Mont Blanc itself, but 
the mountains. Like you had this, like you were on a mountain and looking across a valley mm-hmm. to the mountains. It felt like you could just like run and jump across. They were like right there in these massive mountains. And we had like a bottle of scotch mm-hmm. um, and some of the friends that you make along the hike sure. um, sat and played dice and drank scotch. Um, and the weather was beautiful when sure. you were there. Right. Sunshine, probably 60-ish. Right. Yeah. I'm partly there right now. Yeah. <laughs> After you describing it, like, oh, yeah. Do you have a guess what kind of scotch it is? Or can I ask both questions? Oh, many questions. Many? I would say yellow spot, and then we're not in scotch. Yeah, either that or Talisker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Talisker Petey? Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mine is also from travels. So we had some friends who were living in the Philippines, and so mm-hmm. we went and visited them. And we, the Philippines are like a thousand islands, thousands maybe of islands. And so they picked one out. And so to get to the like, and to the place we were going on the island, we had right. to take like a teeny puddle hopper plane to this teeny airport and then ride a bus yeah. and then switch into a like like a city bus, which was like a somebody's van where they just like <laughs> like shoved as many people in, including oh, yeah. like a lady holding like a chicken in a basket. Uh-huh. Um, and all of us were just like crammed in the back. And then we got like to the next bit and then we ended up having to even to get to where we were staying, we had to take like motorbikes. Like we were, we rode in the back. Really? Like th- that was the taxi in town was like, a kid on a motorbike so right. they each hired a taxi and they drove us out so we're saying it's the end of this island so staying in these like huts on the beach very like lost style just like very simple okay we wanted to go island hopping and so we get up in the morning there's these fishermen who okay. have already been up for like four hours doing their fishing um, but then this is their like side hustle and so we get in the boat with them and they take us from like island to island that are just like completely deserted. And there'll be a little cove or um, a snorkeling place that mm-hmm. they'll show us. We should like snorkel gear in our swimsuits. And then we go to the island where we're going to have lunch. And like, ah, oh, just go on the island, hang out. And so we were like hanging out and I'm avoiding the sun because I'm super pasty. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like desperately trying to put on more sunscreen. Yeah. <clears throat> but they um, start, a, they like dig a little pit on the beach and um, start a little fire and then pull this cooler out from that had been dragging behind the boat. And there was fish that they had caught that morning. Oh, yes. And some beers, some like yeah. local beers that yeah. was ice cold. And they grill the fish on there. And then they like chop up some like veggies, really simple, and make a little like salad. And there's like the cold beers and this like fresh grilled fish and yeah. a side salad. And, and then we just like hung out and then did some more islands and went back at the end of the day and just like hung out with our mm-hmm. good friends and watch the sun go down and it was it was perfect and i believe the like total cost of like room and board plus the excursion was something like 43 (laughs) dollars it was crazy um but it was just i mean it was just magical the thought i had i think yesterday we were talking i think you guys asked me if i'd had a good vacation or whatever and basically my answer was like it's a combination of seeing things you don't normally see yeah relaxing yeah so i'm hearing that in your stories I think you guys might add like having the right people around you yeah. to that sense. I probably should have added that too. Like it's more of a memory if you're there with people than yeah. if you're just doing something solo. Yeah. It's true. I haven't really thought of that. It's, it's very true. It's, it's special when you find people you can travel mm-hmm. with. And I think it, it both like strengthens friendships and relationships, but it's also, it can be tricky or unpleasant, you know? Right. Um, well, even the random people you met. Yes, like, totally. In my travels, like I remember specific people, yes. like the German guy that was in Thailand yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Ian and Fiona were the Irish couple. So it doesn't have to be like friends necessarily. Yes. Just people. Yeah, just fellow sojourners. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's a wacky adventure we call life. It's a wacky adventure we call life. Is that Ron Burgundy? Dave <laughs> <laughs> okay. or Gandhi, one of the two. That, that might be too classic. Um, I'm going to go get the baby. Number three, where do you need to be more generous with your time? New parents are busy for you guys, but time like any other resource, like you can be generous or not with it, but. I would say giving each other a break. Okay. Um, that that's always hard. It's always hard for me to go on belay and like take care of our daughter. Uh-huh. That's always, it's always like yeah. hard. Even when she's great and a lot of fun, um, that doesn't mean it's any less like draining or hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet so important for the other one of us to have that time off um, and get out. And that's where I say like definitely could be more generous with that. Yeah. Of taking on that like primary caregiver role. Yeah. Which is a sacrifice on your part. Yeah. To, um, that's, to do I that. Think the, the generous. And, and again, like, it's not to say like she's not great and you know a lot of fun. Right. But it's still just harder. Yes, I think that's where I could be more generous. I love that answer. And I would, yeah, time is such a hard thing with a kid. It, <laughs> you just, because your life is a rich full life, right? Like it's busy even when you like back from work and mm-hmm. friends and cleaning or reading or working out or whatever. That all is. good like things. Have a, all great things. Yeah. You have a full life. And then <clears throat> you add this person who not only takes more time, but is a tyrant in that time, you know, like <laughs> if you're with them, like both like in a good way, <laughs> it was a good way for there to be a tyrant. Like you want to spend time with them, but also like you have to, you yeah. know, especially when she's little. And so yeah. what it turns out is that there are in any given day, because she like is our alarm to wake up in the morning and then, you know, you go all day long because it's like before we're getting ready and then work and then picking her up is the time. And then she goes down at seven. So we're like from 7.30 to like 10.30, that's your margin for everything else mm-hmm. that isn't work or like taking care of her, like every single thing else. And so, yeah, there's there's a real tendency to feel really like scarce with that or protective with that. And the reality is, is the more things you plan for, you just want to collapse on the couch and... <laughs> right netflix like that's really the, the feeling and so yeah that's a be more generous with because that would be very like life-giving for it to be thinking in terms of that like i'm gonna be generous with this time you know where should your daughter be more generous with her time <laughs> with you guys <laughs> at 3 a.m <laughs> she's yeah. a really good sleeper but like she needs to like it i don't think she needs us i think she's working stuff out and she just needs to like quiet it down because she'll listen to this episode yeah probably yeah, so for sure. Maybe she'll get the hint. Totally. Yeah. What do you think? Is there another Yeah, question? no, that's a great answer. Yeah. Do we need timeout for her right now? She just stopped crying, so... Another Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Answer okay. all you can. Yep. Uh, you're writing a note to leave your spouse. <laughs> like because I'm dying or because I'm going to work? Or ambiguous? Yeah, however you want. Okay. If it's like... <laughs> Yep. Here's the groceries we need note. Yep. Or if you want to make it, if you want to go as big as, <laughs> here's my okay, so I have a end funny, of life. Yeah, I have a yeah. funny follow-up on the, bringing those two together. <laughs> what is that the end of the question? Yeah, like just oh, what is it? What, what is the note? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. Because the, the far it was, you're writing a note to your spouse. Yeah. And then I interrupted. Was, yeah. So we actually, it was There just actually what, wasn't a question. Well, what, what's yeah. in it? Yeah. So my answer could have been like a grocery list. Yeah. 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 Totally. 
I mean, those are probably the most common notes you leave to your yeah. spouse, well, right? Well, the, the, the marrying of the two, like the big and the small, is yeah. I have yeah, this, yeah. and it's since I was little. I have a very strong flair for the dramatic. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, like, I would leave, and my family writes a lot of notes, a lot of letters. Okay. We communicate primarily through the written word whenever possible because we're very bad in real time. Do you still write mail letters to each other? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, though, have this tendency, if I'm, like, leaving and I have early memories of this like middle school of like I'd be like going away to camp and I'd like write a note yeah. to my parents or I still do it with you like before I'm leaving on a trip I like leave a note yeah. and I in my mind I'm writing it with the knowledge of, that I would I could die yeah and so I'm like writing with that level oh, man, of knowledge yeah of like, of like the like phrasing things like I'm like I love this about you with like a certain amount of weight that like very conscious that like this is the voiceover letter that this is the one I'm going to read a step thousand times right? exactly so. like this is until there i can't believe that she said that thing where like it's this was so the last meaningful. thing she said exactly yeah. exactly don't so. forget the asparagus exactly yeah <laughs> yeah totally perfect what's the actual question sorry you're leaving a note, note for, for your spouse. spouse what does it say yeah or what is it about oh yeah we have a dog in here now it's <laughs> cool add, so add another i have another um you know what does it say Um, veto. All right. First one. First one. There. All right. You want to say why? Didn't have a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Moving on. Yep. This is number five. Okay. You find a treasure box. What's in it? AKA, what do you treasure? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shoot. I was just going to say gold. Right. <laughs> I mean, I. That's where my answer would go. Would be like artifact of some sort. I, I think that's that's what it is. Yeah. Is it it's some um, I mean my my brain went immediately to like pirate ship. Okay. With like tre- yeah. like fancy treasure box that it's like like Swiss away. Family Robinson maybe. Yeah. I had this like recurring dream. Love it. Not actual dream. This is just like a dream as yeah. a kid. Yeah. Um so the house we lived in in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um it had had like an attic that wasn't finished and like yeah. went up there. Um so it just had the like hatch that like went up into the mm-hmm. attic that was at the top of the steps. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. And I remember we're probably like getting ready to move or something. Like it we'd been there a long time and I had never been up there. I don't know if anyone else had right. I got I had never been up there. And so finally we like decided that we're I don't I don't know why, but we're like gonna like go look. Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. And I was convinced, 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 convinced <laughs> that there was gonna be like treasure up there. Like um, a treasure or a treasure map? No, I think actual treasure. Oh, okay. I think like that was the X on the map. Uh-huh. That the treasure had been hidden up there. Yeah, and I assume it was just like um, gold. Yeah. Like that, that's probably all it was. Um, that house was great yeah. for all that. Like I had tons of little cubbies. Yep. Um, like little closets, yep. laundry chute. Yep. It in itself was had kind a of a... that was unfinished that you just like go play in. Yeah. Like, it was a built-in adventure. Yeah. Built next to a field that you could go explore. Yeah. Hit golf balls. I feel like we dug a big hole in the field to sure try did. and find treasure. Sure did. Yeah. yeah we're gonna, did. We were going to build a tunnel. Turns out we just built, like, a hole to forever. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys still recording? Yeah, we're going. Great. Bringing the legger into the show. Bringing in the big guns. The big event. Yep. Yeah. Those are headphones. Do you want to put them on? So I, just, I vetoed four, and then I answered number five. 
Can you hear my voice through your headphones? <laughs> uh, so number five is you found a treasure box. Okay. What's in it? I'm super nosy. So it would probably be like some kind of like journals or letters oh, or something like, I like that. Um, my mind wouldn't go there. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that would just be like, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like somebody that I know or someone famous or I don't yeah. know, some, there's something historical or something like that. Yeah. But like letters back and forth, collection of those. Yeah. Yeah. That is probably better than gold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, number six, I'm going to assume you're done. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> we just. Food in the oven that is Has charred. Pretty charred. Pretty charred. charred. Uh, maybe so, it was really good. It was really good. Something I mean, for the dog, maybe? No? Maybe. But I, he, it might even be too burnt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that. We'll see. Oh, too burnt for the dog. Not too burnt. <laughs> <Good life. laughs> um, wait, what was the question again? A place you would never want to but visit. You've never been and never want to go. But you have. <laughs> I mean, you have two vetoes as well. I don't know. I'm a very curious kitten. So. I have my answer. Oh, what You're is it? You're going to wish that you thought of it. What is it? It's like the snake pit from yep. like Indiana Jones. Yep, that's it. Never been there. Yep. Never want to go there. Nope. Is there a real one? Yeah. I think okay. just like anywhere, any like viper's nest. Yep. Oh. I've never been to a viper's nest. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got another fallout boat for no viper's nest. No viper's nest. Yeah. Like, yep. it is hard enough. The reptile house at the zoo, yep. like, that's hard enough to go into. Yeah. I would, if this is like a yeah. a zoo that, you know, like a free range zoo, which would be awesome, by the way. They should yep. start those. A free range zoo? Yep. I think it's yep. called. How do you keep up? Nature. <laughs> yeah. So yep. there's an outside border for the zoo yes. itself. Right, yeah. but I want but, I want it like, to be in like 12 square miles in Brooklyn, but no fences between the cages. But like the Kruger. The Brooklyn. lion and lamb yeah. next to each other and see yeah. what happens. Sure. Yeah, sounds great. It's also, the, the, I believe, the theme of Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it never ends well. <laughs> yeah, but can you say that you wouldn't want to go there? Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, I would go in a heartbeat. That's if, if one of the questions was... I should have wished, what would you invent? That would be it. Like, I am on. I still think it's a great Jurassic idea. Jurassic Park? You would yes. invent? Bring the dinosaurs back. Mm. Yes. They what really about, do move in herds. What about uh, Siberia or oh, the no, Arctic? I would love to. I would okay. love to. I have yeah. a goal to go skinny dipping in all the seven seas. How how many do you have? North America, South America, yeah. Africa, Europe, and Asia. So Pacific, Atlantic, You're more of a Indian. nudist than a skinny dipper. <laughs> <laughs> Water. It's yeah. like oh, in the okay, ocean, okay. not just like that. I've been naked in all those those continents. No, I've gone skinny dipping. In yeah, yeah. I mean, why is skinny dipping so great? Uh, I mean, it is. I agree. So great. Huh? It, it's it's how you like came into this world. Oh yeah. It's its natural state of being. Yeah. Even like not that long, right? We, or like in Europe, we were I think again on the tour of Mont Blanc. Mm -hmm. We're going, and this like group of sixty-year-old Europeans. Yeah, yeah are like hanging out um, and like joking about something. It's a glacial lake, like it's freezing. So Somebody needs to like jump in. Yeah, and yeah. Like chatting one another about jumping in. Right. Um, and then finally, like somebody like, fine, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, instead of just like running and jumping in, guy like just like drops trow and like as the like in there, I was like, oh my gosh, the, that's the crazy part. The crazy part of this just dropped trow right there, but no one else like didn't phase him. They're like, well, yeah, obviously if he's gonna jump in the water, 
he's not gonna like you wear his clothes and why would you like have a bathing suit on a like mountain yeah. hike but skinny dipping is yeah it's it's it is. it is so fun yeah yeah there's an element of like i shouldn't be doing this totally. so i'm guessing that frenchman didn't have that sense of it oh that's that is a loss yeah that is true right you see so our like puritanical prudish culture really is a gift yeah to be clear you're using your veto in this one i am on what one on that question. Uh, yeah, I'll use that one. Uh, or just second the snake thing. No. Yeah. So you each use one view. Each use one view. I just wanted to even the score. Um, so in all your travels, what's the most unusual thing you've eaten? I have a great answer. I know mine. What's yours? Yeah. In China, there was this section that was like everything on a stick, little row, street, I guess, mm-hmm. which is seahorse on Ooh. a stick. It's just all crunchy. Yep. All the worst fishy flavors. Yep. Like I don't mind some fishy fish. Yeah. But this was the worst seaweedy, fishy, crunchy. No, yeah. like it sounds I didn't feel like you're eating meat. It was all scale. Do you know that it wasn't? I mean it sure looked like it's like a seahorse. Okay. I mean it could have been plastic. Seaweed that just they, shaped in yeah. seahorse. So I think that's probably also the most unusual. Yeah. The worst and the most unusual. Mm-hmm. I mean, some sort of bug, but I feel like seaweed's more unusual than a bug. I've eaten bugs too. But... Yeah. And we're eating fish here at the yeah. Smith home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good. Not a seahorse. Crushing the salmon. <clears throat> Kid likes fish. She's not cut. Do you have I, I don't think I ever tried the balut in oh, the Philippines, we never found which is it. like a like chicken in an egg. A balut? Fer- it's a, like yeah. a fertilizer. Oh, egg. yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever actually did it. Um, Do they bury it? Maybe. Bury it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bury the egg? My buddy Paul has talked about yeah. having that in Cambodia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they like they a formed backyard and just like I think it. I think so. Interesting. Yeah. It might have been a restaurant. And maybe I'm getting the story wrong, but I'm pretty sure Yeah. that's what they did. Okay, anyway. yeah, that could be like refrigeration of sorts. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or just to contain this, the stench. stench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have that, so that doesn't count. Um, I had Rocky Mountain oysters. Did you? Yeah. 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 When I went for like a day, when I was a kid growing up, went branding. This is in South Dakota. This is in South Dakota. I think the ranch, though, is in Nebraska. Um, yep. yep. So we're in South Dakota. Go with a friend to a ranch. I think the ranch is in Nebraska. It I never did that. I'm jealous. Yep. Yeah, um, and I was I was a littler guy. I was I don't know sixth 10, grade, ten, twelve, something like 10, that. 12? Yeah. yeah, and like some like they're decent sized animals that you have to like grab, flip on the ground. Uh-huh. And how they did it, like you held them down with like the guy with the iron came and they actually branded them. Do you yeah. know who you went with? Yeah, oh, the Vandaways. Yeah, and it was like a friend of his. Yeah, you know, from, yeah, like the railroad. Yeah, in in doing that, um, they also I remember having Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. Over like a campfire, like fresh ones. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. Oh. I would have said yes. Yeah, but I don't. You didn't. You I don't, don't quite understand how that all works. Um, <laughs> right. I don't want to go on record and saying that that's definitely what happened. But for story purposes, that's what happened. Um, yeah, because we got them fresh. You saw them, tie them off. Yep. And then <laughs> oh, um, threw them in a like pan with some oil, and then you just like ate them. Yeah. Um, I remember them not being very good. That's unusual. They're yep. unusual. Yep. yep. I'm going to adapt my answer a little bit in that, like, it's not necessarily the food itself that was that unusual, but, like, the way in which we ate it, if that's all right. So when I lived in Senegal, I was staying with a host family, and the way they do meals there is, like, the entire family sits around a teeny little table. and On the floor? Or do you have chairs? Yeah, you're on the floor. And you kind of, like, you're really cozy and... Then they'll bring out, it's a platter that has like a layer of rice, a layer of vegetables, and then like some kind of meat, like a fish or chicken or something on top. And 
you like you all eat off the same plate you only it's really important you only eat with your right hand not your left and so i was so i was terrified of the mistake and if you like reached out and used your left hand like the entire meal would be ruined oh, nobody no. ate anymore so i would physically like put my hand underneath <laughs> my leg so that i would remember and not accidentally grab by it and then the way it kind of works is like you imagine like the triangle directly in front of you is your plate your portion of the okay. the food and so like if you got the good potato in your portion like oh. great but you would never like reach over to somebody else's uh-huh. just like you wouldn't reach onto somebody else's plate to grab something but if you've never if you've never tried to like pull hot chicken off the bone mm-hmm. like without like with just one, one hand, hand or one fish like it or what like the like trying to like navigate like fish bones with just one hand it's really yeah. hard and so my and so i would just often like not eat the meat because i couldn't get it <laughs> so just the rice and vegetables and my host mother saw this and so she did what they do for the children okay. which is she would like grab some off and yeah. then like throw it onto my plate like a little baby bird like it's in um, your section yeah now it's in my section free reign <clears throat> free reign and so i got to eat the meat which was great but then the other piece about it, it was just like a cultural difference that i didn't know was they, she would keep being like mange mange or eat eat like um eat more um and i'd be like no no i'm full and they would be like they'd wait a bit and then she'd be like mange she'd like throw more food in my section and blah blah, blah. and then kind of once it's in your section like nobody else really wants it you know um and when i finally found out after i was talking to my professor that the whole family spends all of their time together uh-huh. like you have your sleeping quarters but it's like a bed and it's pretty rude to spend time in there away like okay. in general you're always together yeah so mealtime we like come together at mealtime because we're separate the rest mm-hmm. of the time right they like mealtime is just about business like if you're at the table it's because you're hungry and so by me like lingering and hanging out they assume that i was hungry but like too polite to so people just get up yeah like we're I'm you done. like eat as quickly and as much as you want and then you get up and go and, like even if it's I mean it's all one room so you like go and sit like a little bit away but, what like, if you, like, what if you're left-handed or well, then make... you're a witch and we've solved our problem. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you grow up being ambidextrous because yeah or like Micah plays like some sports with us right oh yeah yeah well, is it only the, at the table where you have to do stuff right-handed you'd be really careful so I think it comes from that you would like clean yourself with your left hand Oh, um, yeah. that you'd eat with your right. Yeah. And so it probably, there'd probably be other things like it would be much more important that you would never like shake someone's hand with your left yeah. hand or. Like here um, it's just awkward. There would be offensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, like what are the U.S. American things that are, are weird? So many weird things. I noticed it more in terms of, less in terms of like the way in which we do something and a lot of, especially Midwestern, the way in which we like talk about things. That are funny cultural things. Like we talk like, around things or? No, like, um, so for example, it's very difficult, I think, for if um, I am back, I'm, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. If I was back in my hometown and I bumped into somebody on the street yeah. who I had zero intention of ever seeing, like, wish I hadn't bumped into, but you've seen each other. You have zero desire to talk to each other ever again. You, you'd never, but you'd end the conversation. You'd say. We should get together. Oh, right. And yeah, like that's you, classic. That's classic. And that is, especially to foreigners who come that, or like you hear this a lot from people who study abroad, that people be like, we should get together. And then they never follow up and they just, they don't understand. Whereas, for example, the English would not say that. Yeah. So you'll like, wait for it. And if you want to get together and they'll walk off. Or my dad does the same thing. I can hear him on the phone. He's like, well, I should let you go, which means I got to be Yeah, yeah. Um, or another, another, one more kind of favorite one is the way in which like, um, I think Midwesterners are deeply insecure about talking about like having nice things like uh-huh. or, or anything nice. And so if you like, let's say I was like, oh, I like that shirt. You would say, 
Uh, I got a great deal. That was seven. Uh, Three more. What are you avoiding? Mine's doing work. <laughs> work? Yeah. Oh, uh, because we've been watching basketball for two days? Yeah. Or? And that, like, I have a thing to do on, that's, like, I present on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, like, 40% ready for it. Um, and I've brought my computer and books home that, like, of course I'm going to do work. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's zero chance I'm going to do any work. Yeah. I'm going to veto. Veto. <laughs> yeah. Veto is gone. I know. All right. It's fine. Because you had a specific answer and you don't want to go there? Oh, great question. Um, yeah, you... the, the, all the ones that I was like pulling out of yeah. the files of my brain, I was like, mm, nah. no. Well, that's not a Saturday. Like that's that's not tone. a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. That was good. That was great. I caught that one. Yeah. Uh, number nine. I had to think about this question differently after I read it. Pick one of your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Mike and I have one grandmother left. In common. Yep. In common as well. True. It's accurate. Yeah. Um, do you have grandparents? I, I, I do. I have a step-grandma who's like... A step-grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you like to say to them? Which is different than... So initially, when I even after I read it, it was like, what I want to hear from them. Mm. But this is, what do you want to say to and them? And this is like... Any grandparent. Alive or deceased? Or Alive or deceased, okay. yeah. So we can go back in time? Yeah. Um. Which is right? Yeah. Uh huh. Good answer, bud. I thought about this one, and I think it's a tough question. So, like, I never knew uh, our dad's dad. Mm. So, like, I want to hear things from him, like, versus I don't know what I would have to say to him. I think if I would like to be able to, and this is like not anyone in particular. You just say Oliver. Should we let him in? It is not to any one of them in particular. But just that, like, we're here. That, like, like your, like, family still exists. Like, heritage? Yeah. Sort of? And, like, and, like, specifically that, like, we're here. That, like, your, like, grandkids are sitting at a table, like, together, like, talking about... Oh, yeah. ...their lives and what's going on and, like, even, like, family and all that. Yeah. Of, like... Yeah, because I think that there's, like, some of that natural, like... My family still like exists, like physically, actually there, like yeah, like your line, you know, carries on. Yeah. But I think it's more than that. That like it's that like your family still exists, and like we still like each other. Like we, <laughs> we still like spend time together. We're still not just like physically here. We're still a family. Well, you don't have any vetoes left, so. Okay. Um. So I do. I have to pick the grandparents. Or I liked your I like you did. You did it writ large. I think my take would be to like, and I guess it's a a bit of a like because I agree with you. And I have so many questions. But yeah. I have a grandmother who died when I was three, and is a very she looms very large in kind of the family mm-hmm. memory and who she was. Mm-hmm. And I have so many. I'm so, I have so many questions, but I think maybe even I'd want to communicate that even to, to each of them. They're all five essentially that I have. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that like I want to like I want to know your I would love to know anything about you like and I want to know your story and who you cared about and like I would love that presumably now that you're dead I hope you feel like free and like totally mm-hmm. like at peace with all of like the decisions and things you made so like tell me your crazy tell me your favorite stories your crazy stories yeah. like, think the because I think for me like I would love like that'd be an amazing thing to hear and. And I mean it. Like, I would love to right. that, like, you, who, how you lived your life and what you did is fascinating to me and meaningful. Right. 
um, that I, I'd like to know you and I wish that we could know each other. And um, especially so as like just letting them know that you would like to know them. Yeah. And that they're like, no, there's another story. Yeah. And that that's their story and how they live. That like on some level you're still desired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think one of the hardest things when someone like when you lose someone and someone dies is like it's not just that you carry their memory but it's also really painful that others forget about them sure um and there's a, a loss in that because you know how meaningful and rich this person is but like and i mean that's that's immediate you know that's like even like the the day they died if you go out and yeah. run to a store or whatever like that shopkeeper doesn't know that this person is gone and right. that's a devastating feeling because the world is less bright because right. they're gone and so that extends even in a few in a few generations, like we're all going to be forgot, right? Yeah. Yeah, that somebody knows you and cares. And... Yeah, I've spent a while thinking on this question. I don't know what I would say. Like, yeah. it's just, what do you say to someone that has lived an entire life? Like, what what's anything that I could say that would matter? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my favorite, yeah. though, would be my grandpa Roly, who would just, like, want to hear a joke. You know, like, oh. he would be like, ah, blah, 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 blah. and then like want to like hear something, something. Okay. or he'd want to know, you know what he would want to want to know is like how the gurus are doing. That's kind of where, yeah, <laughs> that's what he'd actually want. He'd be like, that's all well and good, but how's right? Yeah. Um, how are they looking? Yeah, uh, this is 10. So this is 10. This is 10. Oh, good. Oh, really? Blind Vita? What if you want to answer it? What if you want to tell your truth? So there, I think I told you guys, this comes from a list of 365 questions. Okay. It's somewhat random. I just started feeling incredibly nervous. Oh. Like you're building it up that you're like about to like, that like this is what it's all been no, about. No, no, no. No. <laughs> so. And you're going to put something in front of us and be like, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No. The, yeah. the point, well, <laughs> I'm not, but like to come back to where I was saying, yeah. that's one of the reasons I think I picked that people could veto questions because yeah. i don't want people to feel that way yeah like that's not that's not the point the point of this yeah, like type of conversation i did pick this question though thinking more of you than micah Ooh. but good you don't have but i that. think uh Great. no and you'll like the question so you'll like it um <laughs> when you feel like you've most failed your partner <laughs> <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> uh what books would you encourage everyone to read? Oh my gosh. You're a big reader, from, yeah. from my perspective. Yeah, I love reading. Um, you have piles of books, shelves of books. Shelves of books. I started in the last couple years like, trying to keep yeah. track of boxes like, the books of books. Because right. I believe like what you read shapes you, and I wanted to see like how it's being shaped. Over yeah, there. and I feel like every time we hang out, if it's Christmas, whatever, like yeah. topic of conversation is, so what, what are you reading? Yeah. Or what did you read? So, yes. Anyway, oh. I'm Micah Reads too. Not that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, what books would you encourage everyone to read? Oh, my goodness. Or is that too broad of it's a book? It's so broad. I would even opt for if you would like play a game with me where we did like a rapid fire where you gave me like a prompt and then I'll give you a book to go with it. Can you do that, Micah? No, but I could go read book. I could go like list books and you could say read or don't read. <laughs> You knew that game for years ago. Yeah. But you could do that. I Wait, you what could, was, what was I your, you could do can you say that you're thinking of? Yeah. Like we do a rapid fire where Matt's like, gives us like a prompt, like a more specific prompt. Topic? Like, it or... could be like a topic or emotion or like if you want to learn about something or if you want to, or like an experience or like anything. And you can do like, you do a bunch of them and just fire them at me and I'll. Spin off podcast as well. Yeah. This absolutely. is going to be. 
Absolutely. Maybe this is your podcast. Yeah, I would love to talk about books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my friend uh, Andrew and I started a book club once because our spouses and all of our friends are lawyers. And uh-huh. lawyers are very tricky where they start to tell you an interesting story about a like, particularly interesting crime. And you're like, oh, that's an interesting story. And then it, the conversation just goes into three hours of like civil procedure or whatever. Or something. Yeah, and yeah. It's super boring. So anyway, we started a book club where we could just, whenever the conversation got boring, we'd right. talk about the book we were reading. So I start this. I'm just gonna look around the room, great, and like say so, like stuff. Yeah, sort of. you free associate, and then I will give you a book to go with it. Fruits and vegetables, the River Cottage vegetable version. So it's a cookbook. Cookbook. So it counts as a book. We like them. So it's the River Cottage yeah. veg every day. Yep. And I would say um, the Art of Simple Food by Alice Waters. Okay. She revolutionized American cooking. I'll spin off of that. Mm-hmm. A bad egg. Or bad apple, sorry. Bad apple. Um, so you can take that. So a book that I need to read again, because it's the only book I've ever like hated, was a book uh, by an author called Sherman Alexie called The Lone Ranger and Tonto, Fist Fight in Heaven. <laughs> and in high school, I just like hated it. You had it. to read it. You had to read it in high school. Oh, weird. And okay. I feel like that's a really strong reaction to not only have, but then to, like carry with you. And right. so I'm just really curious why. Like, yeah. There's right. a collection of short stories. I'm going to yeah. keep playing uh, Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, talk about that. I had to stop recommending it to people. Yeah, because whatever, I, what was, what's the kid's name? You and I have Colin agreed Caulfield. that we hate it. Colin Caulfield, yeah. yeah. Colin yeah. Caulfield, he's a bad apple. Yeah. Right, that he's just answer. like, uh, like, he's whiny, really whiny little brat. Yeah. 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 I, connection to a bad apple. I rarely hate a book. Mm-hmm. Those are the books where I like, I didn't really care. Yeah. I did hate that hate one. Yeah. Which in some ways is the point, right? That like, <laughs> Salinger created such a miserable person to spend time with. He's completely unsympathetic. But don't some people like him? Like, think he's... Yeah, whatever. Keep going. I love this. Yeah. Uh, textiles or clothing, if you want to get more specific. Uh, the Great Gatsby. Because of, like, the lavish... Yeah. And the, like... Style? Yeah. That it, I feel like it's it's more than anything, it's a culture book. Yeah, of, like, it is. A specific set in time, which includes, yeah. like, clothing and other, like, textiles. Yeah. Um, that, like, facilitated what was, like, at least nostalgic culture and then i mean the book does obviously a fantastic job of breaking it down yep. um, i'd say uh, anna karina for yeah. a similar type of reason that like there's the, the clothes and what they wear and the fabrics are so important to the storytelling and right. the culture of that time and, and they're so vivid you can imagine them yeah. what book would be um sunlight in a in a Valley of Flowers. That's interesting. I think you're say like in a dark time. No, like no, no, no. Already in a Valley of Flowers and they get more sunlight. Yeah. Probably Michelle Obama's Becoming. I yeah. Read it. It's just uplifting and funny and wonderful. And like no one else in the world can like casually <laughs> drop in there about her and her boyfriend like smoking pot. And then like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like just like, and you just like love her all the more. It's, it's, it is. It's just wonderful and illuminating and uplifting and chatting. Did her tour come around here at all? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I heard of the Conan podcast. That's, yeah, that's the reason I know <laughs> she added to her. What would you recommend? What books do you love? You love Dear Zoo. She still likes Hoot. She likes Hoot? Hoot. There's a Curious George book. I love George. Uh, Italy. <gasps> mm. Oh, okay. So 
Ugh, there's a book called, I think it's called The Leopard, and it's written about, it's written by a Sicilian author, and it, somebody, how old, how old are we talking about? It's probably like the 40s or 50s, and before we went, a friend of mine from grad school who's Sicilian recommended we read it, and so, well, sometimes on road trips, like, yeah. when we travel, we sometimes will, will read, especially if it's like a road trip, mm-hmm. we'll try and find a book written by an author from there that, like, encompasses a place, um, it doesn't, yeah, 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 one or the other, so, like, for example, when we were in Spain, we read The Sun Also Rises, which mm-hmm. is amazing, or this is the leopard and it's about the like Sicilian culture and this friend was like you need to read it because it'll tell you what you need to know about the Sicilians mm-hmm. um, and then we like also it was like a currency because we like carried it around and people would be like ooh you have it but so that's what I would recommend yeah anything with Italy come to your mind Micah? that's what came to my mind um, I love mm-hmm. and then Machiavelli which I've never actually read you could also do The Agony and the Ecstasy which is the story of Michelangelo who's just Awesome. How thick is that book? It's pretty thick book. Which I have a recommendation for. If your books are too thick, yeah. you can cut them in half. So take a paperback, How? tape a paperback, a serrated knife, is gonna, and you're going to fold it open halfway. Okay. And then you take a serrated knife and cut through the binding of it. Yeah. And then take just like a piece of masking tape on either side. Yeah. To and, keep it. Um, to keep it together. Yep. And then you only have half of the book to carry around. And then I never know how it ends. Because I threw away the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Anything else you want to throw out? Not for Italy, like for a new books idea. Everyone should read. Should I think about books of like. Shit. We're big fans of the abridged Fox and Socks. We do like the abridged Fox and Socks. I don't know that at all. It's Dr. Seuss's Fox and Socks. Oh. But a shorter <laughs> version for young children. We love, I mean, the books that. The I books... love that Dr. Seuss has an abridged version. Yeah, that's nice. That doesn't seem. Possible. And that it actually seems useful. Yeah. Because, like, Fox and Sack just kind of goes on and on. It goes, it goes on, a little bit. Okay. And the, the abridged version just, like, skips. So, like, just, like, cuts to the good parts. Yeah. Fox and Sack's our game right. is done, sir. Thank you for a lot of fun, sir. Here, here's a serious one. Race relations. So, um, Invisible Man yeah. um, is incredible. And both because I think it, like, lays... Because it's so relevant. It might as yeah. well be published today and tell the same story. I think an incredible thing that the author does is... Create showing injustice and races and structural racism by having a deeply unsympathetic hero, anti hero. So, like, instead of it being like this, like, like the guy is a murderer, <laughs> like, he's a bad dude. Um, but, like, by making that choice, I think it, it deconstructs some of the like, it's, it's powerful. But then, in particular, there's a the courtroom scene at the end, um, and there's a speech. That describes this, like his like racism in America in an amazing, amazing, powerful, leveling way. That um, I think that, um, and then I think any book that I think there's a place for reading like nonfiction and like yeah. you know that sort of thing. But I think there's maybe even and this isn't just my belief in like fiction and literature is reading books by black authors about their experience in mm-hmm. this. You know that like that's one of the great powers of literature is you get to live in somebody else's life and mm-hmm. and so i think you know that's some of the great power of like tony morrison or even the poetry of like langston hughes or uh, zora neale hurston you know yeah. just like especially like zora neale hurston and langston hughes they're writing so like eyes their eyes are watching god or um they they're writing about normal people and that's often the like there's not like a superhero no it's just yeah normal, it's just yeah. normal people and because in america because of like 
white privilege like we get so many stories about white people we get yeah. um, exceptional people and normal people and medium people and all sorts of people and that's great and that's beautiful and it's amazing but i think it's powerful to just like to know because that's what you do when you read a book you get to know someone uh i think that wraps it up all right this was great it's fun i loved bye it bye uh, bye um yeah unless you guys closing question for me or mm. whatever otherwise we're good who's your favorite brother do you do i have you veto so you each have one question and i have two vetoes <laughs> who are um if, who are your next three dream guests one well, of them realistic one of them really <laughs> I was one of them say, real, realistic, and one of them like yeah. doesn't I'm not have to be trying realistic. to like. I'm honestly trying to do this with people I know. Yeah. So you're so. <laughs> like so like so like you're not like it's okay like Barack Obama you do not have to come on my podcast I actually don't want you to come on my right podcast. I mean to me okay then people you know it's like friends and people yeah. from my delivery route yeah that I think like oh you're an interesting person yeah. I just want to like sit down and. So put it down to the yes. universe then. Who is that? Who is that? Where are those? Uh, Dan Madeira. Mm-hmm. He uh, he looks like an old prospector. Mm-hmm. He does woodwork, like wood flooring work. And uh, I've already like, I've already asked him if he'd be willing, just because he'd have awesome answers. Yeah. Kind of. How does Dan Madeira feel about not being um, included in the like? Well, you're not you're not very popular. Dan Madeira feel pretty good. Oh, like he's not famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would guess he's okay not being yeah. famous, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else do I really want to... Will you bring... Could you bring your mom on? So they're coming to visit my house in a couple weeks. Yep. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I think she'll need she'll need some explaining on like how it actually works. Yeah. And who will be listening to it, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, another person in my life I would pick is um, my friend Rebecca. Uh-huh. I know she'll come up with unique answers. Third, another person off my delivery route. Um, John is his name. He just works in a warehouse. Like he's one of those guys that like, I never know what our little two minute conversation is gonna be. Like most people it's gonna be, uh, I'm their meteorologist and I'm their uh, road conditions person. <laughs> John is like, uh, it could be literally anything. <laughs> yeah. And I've talked to all three of them about being on. So they already know. They already Varying know. Levels of commitment. They know, but they already know they're on my radar. Yeah, so. I really enjoyed this. Thank yep. You. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.